I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Ooh, baby, oops, the podcast. How you doing, everybody? My name is Julio Gallerati, and I'm joined by my lovely friend, co-host, Francis Ellis. Francis, how you doing? What a joy to be on our podcast again. Good to be here. It, for some reason, it feels like it's been a long time since we were together. It does feel that way. But I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Well, it's great to be here. I'm, I'm thrilled to be back. Um, we got a lot to talk about, dude. I have so many topics. Let, let's get right into that thing we were just talking about off, off, uh, off air. Oh, yeah. We're talking about Francis no longer. His relationship with food is very it's like almost like a sociopathic relationship with food. In fact, that was actually not the topic I was thinking. Was the, <laughs> what are you thinking the, of? The punctuation and the celebrity oh. saying words. But we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Let's talk about my food problem. Yeah, what's going on? Julia here? walked in today to the apartment and uh, I, I, I was eating. I don't even know what I was eating. I was eating like loose uh, sheets of turkey. Yeah, yeah, I noticed <laughs> like, that. Just, just folding them up and eating them like they were leaves. And uh, I have this problem now where I don't really taste food anymore. I don't really care about what I'm eating. It's, see, and I was saying to Francis that this is the dream. Like, I would love for my relationship with food not to be a romantic one. And I could just fuel my body properly with exactly what I need. Yeah, that's, that's what it is for me. Yeah. It is purely, I have a platonic relationship with food. I have a pure fuel efficiency. I know I need you. I guess I'll do. I'll just put you inside me thing. <laughs> it's like I, I feel like I'm a surrogate for food, <laughs> for calories. This makes me not trust you, dude. But it's it's. it's I don't sketchy. know where it came from because, dude, I used to love desserts. Right. I used to love Sweets. it. You gave them up for Lent. I didn't give them up. I still I still occasionally will get the pangs of desire. <laughs> but now, now I desire things like dark chocolate covered almonds. But those are extremely healthy, right? In Relatively moderation. Yeah. In moderation. For desserts, they're extremely healthy. As far as desserts go, yeah, it's yeah. it's not a bad one. Right. Um. So that'll kind of be my indulgence. Right. And even when like, if if weed is involved, you're just hitting the dark chocolate almonds. You know what it is? Maybe I smoked so much weed that I learned to overcome that munchy that's how you're no you're a true stoner dude uncontrollability thing all my stoner friends from high school would not eat when they were high huh and i think it was because they were so used to being high that it took away their appetite or something because i never was able to overcome that when i used to dabble my my girlfriend <laughs> had a, a sit down conversation with me about weed really yeah what'd she say she sat you down she had some issues with how much i've been smoking Really? Yeah. Does she smoke? She does with me and has started smoking more because of me. She's concerned for what reason? Um, I think it wasn't that she said, look, it wasn't an intervention or anything like that. <laughs> it, I think it was just in general, like there are times, Fran, where we get together and you get so high that I feel like I'm hanging out with a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> and she went like this she goes and i start poking you and i don't get any response and it's not that fun to interact with you 
You're just sitting there comatose, like. And I said, you know, those are the times when I'm happiest. Oh my god, dude! Those are the best times. <laughs> and you know what it is? Is um is getting into edibles. <laughs> edibles changed everything for me, and the ease of access that I've now got to them ever right. since I started. Because because you can fly with edibles. You can go to Colorado, Washington State, California, and fly home with insane amounts of edibles. Right. I won't do that with loose flower weed. Right. Because of the smell. I'm too nervous. But I'll come home with like 12 or 13 chocolate bars. Wow. Bags of peanut butter cups, jar of honey stuffed into my fucking toe of my running shoe that I brought. (laughs) Dude, I remember I gave you an edible when we... Like first started hanging out and I was like, don't eat this whole thing. And you're like, dude, I'm fine. Yeah. I was like, and I didn't realize. Yeah. I didn't realize because dude, I've just given edibles to people and it's ruined. It's like ruined their night. Yeah. I just wanted to like make sure that I give you a disclaimer, but I had no idea that you were a veteran. Well, you know, a friend of mine told me who, who has an abject fear of flying, um, said that he never used to, but that one time he took an edible before flight and it caused him to have a panic attack. And after that, he went to see a doctor about it. And his doctor said, did this occur because you took an edible? And my friend said, yes. And the doctor said that three out of five cases of fear of flying that he deals with are catalyzed by wow. bad edible experiences wow. on planes. That's wild, man. Yeah. So I, I won't I won't eat an edible or I won't even fly high. I'm too afraid oh, to dude. turn myself against I'm it. I'm a sober flyer. Yeah. These people who get bombed in the airport, I don't understand it. Yeah, what the hell? See, I just wake up all dried out. Like, who are these fucking animals? Yeah. Yeah. People who drink Bloody Marys at 7 a.m. at the airport before they fly. You go to the, you ever, you ever take like. <laughs> dude, an, it's crazy. An early morning flight. I'm talking, you're, you know, you're at the airport at 6. And there's somebody at a bar. Having a beer? Dude, and you're eating a spicy tuna roll at 7 a.m. I'm like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Who are these monsters? <laughs> Dude, literally. Yeah. Well, those people need to start smoking weed so they can conquer their uh, their appetite problems, just like I have. I've um, become a robot, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Here's, let me tell you the lunch that I just had, <laughs> and I'll tell you the manner in which I ate it, okay? <laughs> so I cut open an avocado, cut it in half, Stuck my knife into the pit, pulled it out, threw the pit in the trash. Now I've got two halves of avocado with a nice little bowl in each where the pit was, right? Sounds great so far, dude. Poured a little (laughs) tiny bit of olive oil, a little balsamic vinaigrette, salt, pepper on top. Then I ate both of those with a spoon like it was porridge, (laughs) right? That's my avocado. So now I've got my, like, vegetables. Then I took a full bag of cauliflower that I bought at Whole Foods. And I stuck it in my brand new microwave for two and a half minutes. You got to puncture the bag that with works. a fork. Yeah. In, in fact, they have microwave directions on the back. Whoa. It's pretty nice. That's fire. Now, admittedly, if you're making cauliflower, you should probably roast it in the oven. It comes out a lot crispier and nicer. Francis is a good cook, everybody, by the way. Yeah. Well, okay. So, <laughs> thank you. In case that wasn't obvious. But I don't, even, I don't even use my cooking skills anymore is my point. Right? So, I eat the whole avocado. Then I cook the cauliflower. Open the bag and I just raw dog that. I might as well just funnel it, <laughs> right? And then I took a container of deli turkey, not smoked, by the way, because mm. I heard that if you eat a lot of smoked turkey, it's actually not that good for you. Really? Yeah. So I eat oven roasted applewood right. turkey, organic, 
you know, all that shit. I ate like seven or eight sheets of that. <laughs> sheets of And meat. then I had, uh, I had one more thing. Avocado, cauliflower, turkey. Oh, and then I had like four or five pieces of dried mango. But I ate them all separate. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, like, that's not a meal. And I ate them all standing up yeah. out of the bag. Yeah. I might as well just dump them all into a blender and drink it. Oh, God. Is this a normal thing for you? It's become a normal thing. Yeah, it's not good, man. It's not very pleasant. I'm it's, eating yeah. to get to that point of being kind of full. Now, it, you're eating. I'm eating the healthiest shit imaginable. So it's like I'm not that whatever. It's not that big of a deal. But it uh, it's not fun. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. If you, if you were to reintroduce some unhealthy thing that you no longer eat, would you then crave it moving this forward? This is a great question, and it, it brings me to... I'm going to answer your question with an idea that I've become obsessed with. Oh, please. This is great. Okay. I have become obsessed with the idea of getting fat on purpose. Oh, wow. Spending a month, and I might need more You're time. You need more time than that. Spending a month or two getting fat. Hold on, Chris, because we're definitely going to call on you for this. <laughs> we're going to phone up. We're going to phone a friend. <laughs> For the record, Chris was trying to talk. Yes. I don't want you guys to think that Francis is just like, No, I want to bring you Don't worry, Chris. Let me finish my pitch, okay? So I want to I want to get fat. Um and I want to make like kind of a not a documentary, but just like die, die you know, dialogue it or whatever what's the fucking word I'm saying? Make a vlog about it, you know, die What's what's the word I'm looking for? Fat Francis? Yeah. Yeah, Fat Francis, right? <laughs> get fat and then get ripped again. Wow. And and see how long it takes. And and there there's cuz for so many reasons do I want to do this. How what? fat are we talking? You probably weigh what 200 pounds? I weigh 205. So you would well I, this what would happen initially is that you would probably just get skinny cuz you would just lose your muscle. And then you would start to get fat. Dude, I have right, I, right now I'm and I'm not saying this to be a dick. I'm probably <laughs> in the best physical shape of my life right now and is and you're just is that's like not satisfying enough to you so it is you're... it is but it's here's the thing it's all i've ever really known just being fucking I've, shredded bro my whole life i've never had a moment of like i need to lose weight or whatever and i know that's a privilege okay it truly is but what you don't get from that is you never get someone telling you Dude, you look great. People don't say that. Oh, boo fucking no. who, dude. You know who gets that? Go fuck yourself. You know who gets that the most? People, <laughs> people who were fat right. and right. then lose weight. People love those people. Right. 
That's like America, man. We love a good tale of redemption. A redemption story. A shedding weight. If you never fuck up, they'll never give you praise. Chris, what do you got? Dude, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you, dude. (laughs) Chris is going to fuck himself. No, but but, but in truth, yes, I get it. You want to get fat? I can get you fat. But you'll have to stop doing, like, all the things you like. Like, you can... Yeah, I know. Well... There, there's this thing. It's called bulking. You ever heard of it? That's what uh, people. Yeah, but do I in could bulk. I could bulk and not get fat. Yeah, I need. I'm talking. I want to like eat. All right. You know, bacon, egg, and cheese bagels for breakfast every day. Okay. Pizza for lunch. Wings and fucking th- pad thai at dinner. Yeah. Every night. Sounds like for a month. Sounds like you know and what to ice do. Ice cream. Right. That would that do it? Oh yeah. I think you so. have to stop working out though. Because is that the problem? You got to stop working out, definitely, yes. because you could probably eat those things, and if you're still working out hard, yeah, you'd probably be fine for yeah. a bit. So yeah. I'm aware. I'm aware of this. I've already considered all of these things. Okay, and he, here's the thing: it's gonna you're gonna feel like shit. Dude. The biggest. This is what's so interesting to me. The biggest thing I'm interested in is how it will affect my mental health. It'll probably make you feel awful. Yeah, because it's gonna make you feel terrible. Exercise and diet are two of the biggest tools that i use to combat depression and dark thoughts and to keep myself moving forward right so how will those how will getting fat and just treating myself like shit exacerbate and heighten those things well i'll tell you what man i hope we don't just find a fucking sweaty fat dead francis on the floor you're i'm I'm worried It's, I am too. Don't do this, dude. Look, I think it, I think if it got to the point where I like was looking at myself in the mirror for this th- gig that I'm doing and just saying like, that's it. I don't like myself anymore. I want to end my life. I would start turning it around. I'd pull the ripcord, right? Right. But I am so curious to see how I would feel in a body that I've never known. Could be interesting. I also it might not be worth it. You need to get somebody to finance this to make it work. I would want to I would need a dietitian. I would need to be seeing a doctor regularly, taking blood pressure, all that shit. It, you know, look, it's been, man, yeah, it's yeah. been done before. It's been done before. Super size me. Morgan Spurlock. Uh, yeah. yeah, Morgan Spurlock and then Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia did he it. He did it too. And then he reversed He's back jacked. and fucking cut himself up. Does he yeah. take HGH? I I don't know, but he did the Hollywood thing of you know, hiring a trainer to live with him basically, right. and then eating base, you know, totally portioned out foods for him, and letting his life be dictated by his body transformation. So I, I'm not necessarily saying I want to go that far back, but I want to see how I feel. How does it affect my sleep? How does it affect my uh, self consciousness? But also. Will it instill in me a sympathy for people who are overweight? <laughs> Dude. I'm not kidding. I know. But is, it, is that because look, you don't like like you just don't like overweight people? No, it's not that I don't. It's not that I you dislike them. You just don't them. feel bad for them? Look, I, I don't it, No, Again, it's not that I don't have sympathy for people who are overweight. It's that um, you, you, hear, you hear people all the time say things like, you know, People who don't know that overweight, what it's like to be overweight, say things like, well, if they just weren't lazy, you know, they would be able to sort themselves out or, you know, being being obese is like a choice or whatever. Right. And I don't I don't I don't subscribe to that at all. I I think people have different genetics. I think people are blessed with fast metabolisms and some are not. Some people are tall and it's easier to like put on muscle or not. 
So for me to really put on a lot of unhealthy weight might really change my worldview and give me an arsenal of answers to combat those kinds of people. This is seeming like a hollow, like a hollow uh, mission statement, dude. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Who gives yeah, a fuck? Dude. Like, why do you need to feel for you? You don't need people? to feel like don't you, that. Don't you think you it'd would be interesting? It, of course, I would hate it. I know that. What, I'm very what are you vain. Your girlfriend like, might like you it. Don't... She might think it's cute. No, no, I don't think so. She's gonna be like, "You're fat, dude." She'd be suffocating under me. <laughs> She's like, "I think it's cute." We'd stop having. This is like little, one of those things that you think about, and you like, you're like, "Oh, this would be a really good idea," and then you start doing it for two days. And you're like, "Oh, this sucks." Yeah, I I know it would suck, but I think look, dude, Christian Bale does it the, for bro, every other movie. He's making millions of dollars to do it. <laughs> this is the sort of thing that people would actually want to watch from me on YouTube. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's a good point. Okay, yeah, this makes sense now. So this is like a whole concept. What, that's all it took to turn you guys around? Yes, because it was... We're getting views? You're un None of the fucking sympathy, changing the worldview shit, none of that? You don't give a shit about that either. I do! <laughs> I've never known what it's like to be fat. I asked two of my friends who have had, like, weight, major weight fluctuations. I was like, what is it like? I've never known. And they were like, dude, are you serious with that question? And I was like, yeah, dude, I don't know. And they were like, it sucks. You're hot all the time. You get out of breath walking upstairs. You're tired. How I was like, that's all new get? to me. I've never How known any of get? that. You're going to gain 50 pounds fat? So I weigh 205 right now. Be too I don't. I don't know that it. I don't know that the weight would be uh, the right barometer. Right? Okay, fine. But let's. I would say I would it. go from like whatever eight percent body fat to like twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. That's not. I feel like you'd have to be more than twenty five percent to be fat. I don't know. I think like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But like, fat Francis. That would be interesting. And it would. You're right. You want to know another big thing about yeah, this? Let's hear it, dude. When I go on stage in comedy. People don't like me. Right, right, right. People don't like me. Right. Because I go up there like, and I'm like, guy. comedy, you know, fuck here are my who problems. My, who my and then everyone in the fuck. audience is like, fuck you, dude. You don't have problems. Right. And I'm like, you're kind of right. I'm just <laughs> playing the game the best that I can. Right. I've written along the tone that I've seen in comedy. Right which is self-deprecating, right? But it's it's hard for me. I'm not, look, I'm not I'm not saying it's bad. I I'm happy with my life. I get but it. But if I walked on stage and I was a little little heftier, a little pudgy, maybe I grew a beard. Right. And grew out a neck beard with it. Yeah. And really just looked like shit. People might start believing that I, you know, I don't have it all made in the shade. Right. No, dude, I, I get that. I understand the idea of that. I'm I think curious have, about it. I could, be, it. I could be dead wrong. No, no, I think I see what you're saying. It definitely doesn't, it's not worth it. But again, it Why could is be, it not worth it? What, if, what if it became a fucking awesome YouTube series that people were like no, no, fascinated no, no. I'm saying, by? It, that, is, that is worth it. But to see if you're if people think you're funnier and want to root for you more is definitely not that's just one of the many that's one of the things one of the interesting one of the many flavors that I am interested to discover. I mean, listen, if you want to donate your body to to like a social study like that, God bless you. Yeah, want to see how people treat me differently? You know, are you gonna do it? I don't know. I just came up with it today, but it's all I've thought about, dude. It's very possible that I could try it, and what Chris said would happen is that I get like two or three days into it, and I'm like, yo, fuck this. Yeah, I can't not exercise. I can't, I can't eat this shit. 
You're just gonna wake up with heartburn and shit. Yeah, I've never Start known taking that. Tums. Yeah, be all you need to buy new clothes, dude. None of your fucking clothes will fit. Well, I'll just go back to my high school clothes because I used to wear super baggy shit. There you go. Every time I go home to my house in Maine, where my where we have my high school clothes, Jenko. I turn I, I try on clothes. I'm like, how could I possibly have thought this fit at the store? Because I was skinnier in high school. I weighed 186 in high school. Scrawny. I have a question. Yeah. So when you get fat, what do you think? Like the first part of you would start getting fat. Like, do you think it would happen in your face? Because I think that would be hilarious. Yeah, that would be funny. Like if your people would like me like, so much. More. I think you'll start getting a, be- a belly. I could see you being a belly guy. You got fat. It could be, but you know, that's kind of been always the place in my life where I've had like real definition. It's like through through the middle. So I don't know. I think face. <laughs> <laughs> maybe hips there's, there's no way you're gonna have a fat face in a six-pack pal I hate to break it to you if you start getting fat no i'm not saying i'd have a six-pack but i don't know that i would get the gut right that quickly right i could just see everything kind of like melting into one right 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 just a big ball <laughs> so then i started thinking about other ways that i could change my life to learn how to experience shortcomings or, or, or things that make life difficult for people, right? Mm-hmm. And one idea I had was to live my entire life, uh, live for an entire month blind. Wow. That's interesting. Just wear like two eye patches and get one of those dogs. That'd be awesome. See how that changed my life. So how, much, how much better would I get at smelling? Is that even legal? Would I be able to <laughs> smell everything? Probably. Farts, drippy vaginas 20 yards away. Like, Walking through the farmer's market, would that blow up into color for me? I'll tell you what. I know a person who did a study where they made you not, they made you look blindfolded for a week. A week? Yeah, straight. And then when you took the blindfold off, you could see in the pitch dark. What? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) How is that? How does that Not like pitch, pitch, absolute dark, but like what what to us would be pitch dark. You can see everything. So what? It just trains. Does it rest your eyes? I don't know. Are you? Oh, here's a question: Are your eyes open behind the blindfold? Yes, I think I, I guess. Like I, I know that maybe just that it would make sense that they would be because the lack of light that you're just looking at this entire time. Once you finally are looking at any yeah. light, mm-hmm. it's it, the exposure or something must be enough that you can see shit. Well, I know that when I was in high school in science class, we had this project where we had to go look up at constellations at night and identify them. And our teacher told us to dark adapt our eyes uh, before we looked at the stars, which means don't look at any lights or anything for like 10 full minutes and you'll actually right. see far more stars because your pupils open up more. It's like a right. Same camera, shit. you know, when you open the Absolutely. whatever that shutter. Yeah. What's that called, Chris? Aperture. The aperture. The aperture. Yeah. Um, dude, this, ha- this happened to me the other day. I feel really bad about it. But there was a blind person standing next to me on the corner, hmm. and I didn't notice that they were there. And then I looked to the, my right, and there's a hand reaching out at me, and it was the blind person trying to see if it was like. A, and I kind of like stepped back, and was like, Ugh. and then I realized the person was blind. And then I was like, am I supposed to like guide them to like? And then I I just crossed the street. Wow, is that bad of me? I kind of um, panicked. I don't know. I think for me, it would depend on how, like how well how clean that blind person was didn't look too clean to be honest they didn't look too clean man that's a good that's a good point you know what i mean like if if that hand that's reaching out is coming out of some like cloak 
It the was, gnarled, long, twisted fingernails with plenty of dirt under them. Yeah, I'm doing what you did. Okay, good. Because that was maybe partially what the situation yeah, was. Yeah, but if it's like a, a a blind person who looks like Al Pacino in Scent of a Woman, I'm going to say, <laughs> hello, good man. Would you like a hand across the street? Was he blind, blind in Scent of a Woman? Yeah. Really? Am I wrong about that? I don't remember that. I haven't watched that movie. That's the one with Chris O'Donnell? Yeah. I'm almost certain. He... Really? I'm like 99% yeah, sure. Remember, Chris, can you look that up? Yeah, Al Pacino's blind in scent of a woman. Gotcha. Um, but you can't, no, you can't, definitely can't make fun of my blind people. That's a, that's a real sensitive thing. I mean, I would never. I'm just saying, it was like, I felt, uh, I felt bad afterward, but then I was like, it was a natural reaction. Caught, yeah. Got caught off guard. A person I don't know trying to reach out for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Dude, I got, I got a good story. Um, Let's hear it. A friend of mine, have I, have I talked about this before when I took my friend's drug test for him? I don't think I have. Oh, no, I no, no, I okay. don't think so. So a friend of mine was like, dude, I'll pay you 500 bucks to take my drug test. I feel, for like, I feel like you have told us this story. All right, let's hear it again. Okay. 500 bucks to take uh, drug, your drug test for, you, uh, for, for him. And I was like, okay. I was like, aren't they going to know that it's not you? And he's like, no, you go to a third party place. So they don't know either of us. And you look enough like me that it'll work. Hmm. And I was like, okay, sure. And I was like, how did you pass it in the past? He's like, dude, last year I wore a fake penis over my real penis. Yep. And Entourage. I was like, what? I was like, but isn't it your urine still? And he was like, no, because it's connected to tubes that have urine in them. And he's like, but it's a pain in the ass. You have to heat them up to a specific temperature. Oof. And I was like, who gave you the pee? He's like, my dad. I was like, what? Wow. What did you tell your dad? He's like, yeah, my dad's chill. I was like, okay, whatever, dude. I'll take your test for you. So I went and took this guy's drug test for him. 500 bucks. I go in. There was no problem. The woman looked. She's like, all right, great. Pee, pee. Goes off without a hitch. They watch you pee? No, no, no. They just give you the sample. You go in, you pee, you give it back to them. And he waited across the street nervously. So I had to like fuck with him. So he's like, if anything goes wrong, just get out of there, man. I was like, okay. So I pass, everything's fine. But then to fuck with him, I sprinted out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, dude, I got you. But like, can you, he just couldn't stop smoking for a month. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah, and, and what, what was requiring him to get so many drug tests? Just for his job. Like, mm -hmm. I guess each year he was like interning for this company. Got so it. they would drug test him every year. And then he was becoming officially employed by them. And he had to pass another drug test for HR. Got it. Which seems crazy. Have you ever had to do that? I've never taken a drug test ever. And, and do you ever get tested in college for sports? Um, no, I. You know they, they never. You know it was supposed it's to random. be random, right? But it was always like the, same the football team would. Get yeah, tested. yeah, same we, with us. They never tested the lacrosse or soccer. I don't think I ever fencing. got tested either. Yeah, either by the NCAA or by the school. Yeah, I think there were some guys. There was a guy on our team who got tested one year, just actually randomly. And he was a huge pothead, and he didn't get, he didn't raise any eyebrows. Oh, really? Yeah. I think they're looking for true performance-enhancing drugs or maybe span substance, like, you know, cocaine and fucking meth and shit. Are you allowed to take Adderall if you're an athlete? You're not. You I, I think you have to have a prescription for it, but there, there's, there are things like that right. which could get you in trouble. Right. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Speaking of which, I haven't been taking it. You're still off. 
Haven't taken it once. See, this is a fascinating experiment. This is an experiment I'm it's doing. It's kind of like Fat Francis. Kind of, it's, it is exactly like Francis. Yeah, dude, it's, it's been a very interesting thing, and I'll tell you about it. So first of all, I've been going. I went to this health coach, which I told I think I mentioned. And so I've been trying to eat extremely healthy, and I haven't been drinking at all or doing any drugs. Wow. Not that I would be doing drugs normally, but like no casual pot smoking, really, any of that shit. Um, and I'm wondering how much that's contributing to it. But I will say this. Those moments where I'm like triggered and I'm anxious and I'm like, I need medicine where I think that I'll kind of just like sit and take a deep breath and it'll kind of pass. Also, thank you to everybody who's been sending suggestions. Maybe at some point I'll start trying with these ulterior things. But one thing that I've found very interesting, I've been 10 times more productive in general because my brain has reset from this idea that I can only be productive during a specific window when I'm taking the medicine. Really? Isn't that interesting? So all these little things that I've never gotten around to. Like I bought a, a remote for my actual TV that's different from that's different from the cable remote so that I have a sleep timer. It's been on my to-do list for five years. <laughs> <laughs> and I finally did that. Just like little shit like that, man. Or even wow. just like little things in the city. Like I went to Hamilton Grange yesterday in my mm -hmm. free time. Fucking, you know, Alexander Hamilton's home. It was a lovely thing I did. It's cool. You know? Yeah. So I felt really good. So if anybody's uh, thinking about going off the old Adderall, can be done i never thought that i'd be saying i don't take it well, now i might get back on it but we'll see right i'm sure that everyone would have a different experience weaning off totally but it seems like it you know at your age uh after having spent so many years on it it's worth a try might as well see right? what life is like totally um and anyone who's considering doing this obviously we would tell you to consult your fucking psychologist or psychiatrist Physician. or whatever that you're prescribing doctor it's let very them know professional and responsible of you because rewiring your brain chemistry uh on your own time and of your own dosage can be kind of wacky right uh for sure different for everybody gotta be careful but dude that's a that's a that's so good to hear keep us posted yeah absolutely and so, you, so far, you, so good. you i want to say you look better really I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just you know projecting that onto you because of the of it. It's possible, man. Yeah. I mean, I know that you're against in general the no booze approach. No, I'm not quitting drinking. No, I'm not against that. against it. In the fact that I just placed my hand on Francis's knee, it's right there for you. In the sense that, like, the idea of a lack of the ability to maintain moderation for a comedian. Yes. I, what I meant, what my issue with comedians is that I think that they live at extremes, right. right? So it's either like I'm drinking and I drink all the fucking time, or my only other option is to go stone cold sober and not touch alcohol for ten years, right? And it's right. like, yo, there is a fucking middle ground, hundred percent. Um, so no, uh, you're you've gone sober, Sally. I'm not being sober, Sally. Like I'm. I'm pitching a show in a couple months and I would like to look, I would like to look my best. Cool. You know? And I think that, you know, if I were to go and the show were to not go and they didn't pick it up and I, in the back of my head, I would be like, is it cause I wasn't my fucking best self? Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, probably not, but right. it just feels, I don't know. feels good. Yeah. Pop you're trying positive. to put everything you can into this, every aspect of it. I think that that's uh, noble. Positive thing at least. Dude. I have been undertaking some different different changes in my life a little bit. And this is going to sound crazy, but for whatever reason, when I watch clips from the Joe Rogan experience, 
I find myself adapting those things, adopting those things into my life. Same. It's so weird. It's also awesome, dude. Okay. So I'm I'm glad to hear you do this too, because I thought you were going to laugh at me. No, I do the same thing. This guy is a fucking leader of lifestyle. Okay. And he drops these little tiny things. And I don't even know why. It's not like they're always different things. So I saw a clip of Judd Apatow asking him what his about his workout regimen, right? And Judd sort of gave a a good, or excuse me, Joe offered his, you know, a brief description of how he does his week. And what he said is that at the beginning of each week, he schedules out what he has to do, whether it's you know two runs, three lift uh, weight lifts, and two yogas, right? Somehow he has to fit all of that in, and he finds time to do it. And this week, I didn't plan at the beginning, but I went to yoga for the first time in fucking years. How was it? Hard. Yeah, it's fucking hard. I went to uh, power yoga. Oh, yeah. So it was 94 degrees or some shit. Oh, you did like a hot one, too? It's not It's not um, 115. Right. It's not the Bikram, but it's uh, it's like 94. Yeah. And it's tough, tough, tough place to start. I'll be honest with you. Definitely, man. Tough place to start. I went in. <laughs> An hour? Uh, yeah. And, you know, I had to rent a mat, which already gave me fear of, like, staph infection and shit. But <laughs> I guess they probably cleaned that up okay. Hopefully. And then I, uh, I found that when I was in uh, Upward Dog, sweat kept pooling in my nostrils. Mm. I didn't like that. Felt like I was being waterboarded by myself. I don't understand how it's, but an up dog, your nostrils are facing the ground still. Uh, is that right? So maybe it's downward dog that I'm thinking of. Downward dog, yeah, downward dog. Yeah, but yeah, that I, that that makes sense. I felt I, that was the part I didn't like. That's frustrating. Yeah. So I did yoga. I did the hot yoga, right? Because mm-hmm. he had mentioned that he does that, and then I've also started. He mentioned that he takes like. Lots of vitamins and multivitamins and B12. And I've started taking vitamins again. But the first day that you take a multivitamin and then you forget that you took it and then you go to pee, it's I don't know yellow. if you're aware, your piss looks like it's trying to distinguish itself in hunting season. <laughs> it's neon laser tag yellow. Yeah, yeah. And that's pretty jarring. It is unpleasant. So I've been taking these vitamins. I've been eating like Joe Rogan, although, and, and you know, and now I'm thinking about like taking up elk hunting and I, I don't, I love animals. I don't know how I'm going to get my head around that. Like, I, I, but I just want, I want to live like Joe Rogan. Yeah, dude. I've started saunaing for long periods yeah. of time because of one of the guests he had. Um, it's good stuff, man. It's just cool to hear all these like cutting edge health discoveries mm-hmm. and stuff. He's Fountain a big, of youth guy. He's a big weed guy. He likes hunting game. Right. Uh, he does a lot of mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. Like, should I start doing jujitsu? Dude, Ronnie Chang is big on jujitsu. Really? Yeah. I heard it's awesome. I think that if I were to get like a brown belt in jujitsu, which admittedly would take years, start hunting animals with a bow and an arrow is that what he does yes that's cool. yo watch some of his stalking clips on youtube They're it's crazy. insane yeah he, he believes in like you know the natural evening the odds between man and beast <laughs> and he cool. stalks these elk and shoots them only with a bow and an arrow 
And then I started reading up on all these forums of, you know, what's the most humane way to kill uh, an elk? And, and some people were saying, well, killing with a bow and an arrow, it's, it makes it more difficult. But sometimes the animal suffers longer than if you just shoot it in the head or something. So, gosh, I don't know. I, I consider myself a, a hunter now, even though I've never <laughs> killed an animal in my life. But I don't know. Joe Rogan, man, it'd be... I like the way he's living. Everyone, I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of people are. People love that guy. He's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good shit. Good. Yeah. Well, Julia, we'll see if I uh, feel next week the same way. My thought was that if I, I would start the Fat Francis campaign on February 1st, um, and, and we'll see if we can get our ducks in a row for that. But maybe I'll have a change of heart for the sake of my heart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tune in next week to see if I'm going to become fat. And uh, as for now, this is uh, Oops the Podcast as always. G, we can find you at Not Julio. At Not Julio. I'll keep you posted with uh, the Adderall stuff. And uh, if you have more suggestions, uh, I would love to hear from you guys. So yeah, s- send us your oopses. Send us them. on uh, DM us on uh, at the Oops the Podcast uh, Instagram account. It's growing. We're feeling good about that. And we're getting more and more listeners every week. We're starting to pick up. This is fucking great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm uh, Francis at Francis CCLS, of course. Oh, also, really quick, we post all of our clips and the full episodes to our YouTube channel. Oops, the podcast on YouTube. Go check those out, too. See ya.